This episode is coming to you straight from the comfort of my bed. So I hope you don't mind, but I'm getting comfy and I'm getting cozy. And I'm going to talk to you about the one thing that every single mom struggles with. And it is this idea and this this notion of feeling supported, being appreciated, other people pitching in to help them and not feeling like the Lone Ranger that is the only one that is doing all of the things around the house all of the time. Now, I contemplated with how I was going to spin this episode and how I was going to title it because a lot of times I have this idea of what I want to say and I know what I need to be saying on the podcast because it's just heavy on my heart and I'm like, okay, I want to talk about this. But titling it in a way to where it really makes sense, it pulls you in, makes you want to listen, and really allows you to digest the episode in the way that I want it to be digested is something that is really meaningful to me, actually. And it's something that I work quite a bit on. And this episode specifically, and me talking about just the title of it, feeling overwhelmed and wanting more support around the house and how you can use this one single super, super simple system to get your kids and your husband on board. I think it's just such a huge deal. I can't tell you how many times just in my own private personal thread with my best friends, how often we're talking and brainstorming about how to get our husbands to understand the work that we do and how to get our kids to understand the work that we do. Because as moms, we do so much work. It is quite extraordinary, actually, how much we have to get done in a day. And like, let's not even talk about like working from home, right? When you have a job and and you're contributing financially, we're not even going to, we're not going to talk about that (laughs) right now. That's like a whole nother thing. And some of us in our motherhood don't necessarily feel called to work outside of the home. I, I did. I had to for a certain period of time. I still do because I love it because I have a career. Um, But I'm obviously I'm working from home now most of the time. And I think a lot of us are. A lot of you that are here listening to the podcast do run your own businesses or you have your own network marketing or you're doing something from home. May it be your full-time work or not. But when we take that off the table and we just look at what we're doing as mothers in our home, it is so much emotional, physical, mental work. Just trying to keep up on the house, let alone the emotions of the children and and the tenderness and the connection between you and your spouse and staying really true to just that woman that you were created to be. And I know that that really weighs on me and how to manage it all and how to get people to understand, like, I just swept and mopped the floors and vacuumed everything. And did you legit just open up a Nature Valley Nutrigrain bar 
did you just do that? Because we all know that that little green packaged oatmeal crummy bar, when you open it, there's going to be some serious crumbs up in here and I'm not having it. And we all like get to that point where you literally want to lose your mind and just like make everyone eat dinner outside because you just got done cleaning every nook and cranny in the kitchen. Like, I'm not even kidding you guys. This episode, it is the simplest system in the world and it fixes like 90% of the problem. So it's real good. Dive in. Let's go listen. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. Here's what I know for sure. We all want to be recognized for the work that we do in our homes. There are times whenever I work so incredibly hard while Blaine is on shift and then whenever he comes home, the support that I am looking for and that I need from him and from the kids and what appreciation looks like to me is for that to be recognized and for that to be respected. And most of the time, our kids and our husband have, A, they have no idea what we've done if we've been working our behinds off in the house, either on getting backpacks packed and lunches packed and laundry done and dishes done and cleaning the shower, cleaning the toilets or putting the schedule together or all of the, all, all of the things from cleaning out old clothes to getting all the new clothes in for school coming up or because kids have outgrown things at the faster than the speed of sound. I swear I can't keep up. And it's just, there's so much that we're doing and they don't, they don't know. Our kids have no concept of that. And our husbands don't really either, especially if they're gone working all the time. And I actually... Let's just say that if they were home, they probably wouldn't know either. Let's just be real right now because they just, if they're not responsible for it and they're not doing it, they have no idea that it's happening. And if they don't have any idea that it's happening, then there's no way that they're going to be able to give us the extra support that we need. And I feel like this episode is so important for us to just sit down and talk a little bit about how we manage our homes. And I talk often and and have been talking a lot lately about systems and business, but let's not forget how undeniably bold of a job it is to be 
in the role of mom. Motherhood is literally like being a CEO. And so there is something so, so valuable about learning how to manage your household in tandem with your husband and in in true respect and unity with your children, knowing how to manage that. And I, I truly believe that as women, we are gifted with a spirit that is, that enables us to be able to do that. And taking that opportunity and, and really diving into that and learning how to do that is huge. And I think it's a lost art. I think that there is a lot of funny story. Let me tell you this. So I grew up and this is all along the same lines of why I feel like there needs to be this really, really good focus from women on relishing in the role of managing their home from this this place in their spirit because I I grew up like total tomboy. I went hunting with my dad constantly. I was always underneath the hood of whatever car he was fixing or on the creeper underneath it and he was having me go back and forth to the toolbox and he would tell me the name of a tool and I'd have to go and find it. I'd bring it to him. It was the wrong one. I have to go back and I'd find it. So I was doing all this stuff. Like my dad never, ever treated me like I was a girl ever. And, and I am so unbelievably grateful for that. Well, my mom never, ever, ever treated me like a tomboy ever. I grew up in etiquette classes. I legit had to iron my dust ruffles and my pillowcases and my sheets from time to time because she wanted me to learn how to have a small bone of hospitality in me and to know what is proper. And so I really grew up in both worlds and I was able to see very clearly that I could go either direction and, and it would totally be fine. And, and I, I really had so much to give, right? There was no limitations on what I could do, even though I was a really, and still am a really tiny form of a female, of a a human in general, let alone a female. There was never any limiting beliefs put on me about what I could actually accomplish. And what a great gift to be able to give your children. Well, as I grew up and I got out into the world and I went through college and I didn't get married right away and I made some hard choices and I went through some really hard, some really, really hard stuff in my, throughout my twenties, probably all of my twenties, actually, if I'm really thinking about it. And then I got married to Blaine and all of this stuff I'm having to deal with, right? Like, what does this mean? What does this look like? The role of a female and just so many different, so many different ideas some complex spiritual growth that has happened. And here I've settled on, on this podcast and as a calling for me to truly dive into motherhood, which is funny because I never, ever, ever wanted to be a mom. And then I became a single mom. And and now like I focus on systems for work from home moms. So it's just, it is really, really special how my life has morphed. And I, 
I want to be very candid and open about what I'm in and what I've settled in and where my journey has brought me and how strongly I believe in our strengths as women. And that is never, ever, ever, ever to discredit what we can do outside of the role of the norm and the cultural perspective of what a female should do, what religious perspectives say, what society and cultural perspectives say, because I grew up and I've dabbled in all of them. I I really, really have, but there's something so powerful about the spirit of a woman and the spirit of a mother and the spirit of a wife. And this one simple teeny tiny system is really the crux of it all. And I know you guys are going to think I'm crazy, but I'm not even kidding you. So most of this comes back down to communication. And when we say that we want to stop feeling so overworked, because a lot of the times we do all of this work and all of this work and all of this work, and we do it with a good heart and we do it with good intentions. But when we don't feel like it's being respected, when we turn around and our kids have literally, like one of my biggest pet peeves is I go in and I take the time to fold all Frankie's clothes and her drawers are very organized to make it easy for her to have independence and picking out her own clothes, to have the freedom to see everything that she, all of her options, everything that she has to wear for the day. She likes to dress herself. Okay, well, mom works really, really hard to make sure that your drawers are really neatly organized so you can see everything. And I go in there and she's pulled everything out and shoved it back in because she doesn't want to take the time to fold all her clothes the right way. Like Those are the little things that I am talking about that I want you to be able to know there's a different way to manage all of that than just being frustrated, being resentful, being bitter. And, and truly starts to manage your home in a way where you can get the support that you're looking for, where you can begins to feel less overworked. We talk about being less overwhelmed all the time in, in this community. And the Systemize Your Life community is, what can we do to not be so overwhelmed? Well, what can we do to not be so overworked? What does that look like? What does that support from our husband and from our children look like? Well, it, it really all comes down to communication. It comes down to what systems do you have in place? Do you, are you running your house efficiently? Are, is your home organized? Have you taken the time to do that? And if you haven't, start there. And once you get that under control, and, and you've, you've purged your home, you're not dealing with a monstrosity of stuff to clean up all the time. It's to, and it's not even just, it's not the cleaning, it's the picking up, it's the tidying of the house. If you haven't read the book Marie, that Marie Kondo um, wrote, then you should probably read that like ASAP or watch her um, series on Netflix or just type it into Pinterest and get lost for 12 days like I did several years ago. (laughs) But if you, if you haven't, if you have done those things, then now it's time to really start communicating. Now it's time to say, Hey, I'm stepping out of this role of being a solopreneur and I'm going to bring people onto my team. 
this is where I'm at. I'm ready. I've got systems in place. I know what needs to be done. I know really, really well down to the nitty gritty what needs to happen for this house to function, for our marriage to be really healthy, to be happy, to be whole. And I know what my kids needs to be really happy and healthy and whole. I know what all that looks like and it's a bear to manage all of it. So guess what? I'm going to start asking for help and I'm going to start communicating what it is that needs to be done in this entire house so that all of us can have this life in order to get more support, in order to not feel so overworked. And that system, like I've said, comes down to communication and it is what I like to call a communication board. So if you guys are inside of my Facebook group, you will see that I have a live event scheduled for this Friday at 2.30 Uh, mountain standard time, which is specific standard time right now. And I am talking everything communication boards. And I'm going to talk about it here too. I'm going to talk about my communication board system right now. This is what I do to make sure that I am getting the support that I need from my husband and from my children in my home. This is how I make sure that we're all on the same page. This is how I make sure that I'm not the only one bearing the burden of doing all of the work all of the time. Now, it's not a burden to care for my family, but to do all the things that we have to do to manage our homes well, it is a lot of work. And there's no reason why you have to do that alone. For a lot of us, we're lonely. I get lonely. I know you get lonely because you're doing so much on your own. And that's why you're constantly in social media. That's why you constantly want to have playdates, which playdates are great. Social media is great. But the, the point is, is when you're running away from being at home and doing the things that you need to do at home because you don't have the support that you need there, you're constantly looking outside of that. Now, if you can get out of your house and you can go do things, that's, that's fantastic. Enrich your lives and enrich your children. And if you can enrich yourself through social media and through Facebook, um, most likely through like my Facebook group, I would love to enrich your life in that way. Go hang out with me over inside the Systemize Your Life Facebook group. Those are all good things. It's just make sure that you're using them well. And and I truly believe that you get sucked into all of these other things because you don't have the support that you need at home. And this is the best way to do it is to set up a communication board. That's it. That is the system. That's how simple it is, right? Okay. All right, Chels. Like, that's real cute. What does this communication board do? <laughs> well, my communication board that I have is has changed so much for our family. Blaine knows how to support me. Frankie knows how to support me. We know how to support each other. I even am able to stay on track so much better now when I'm in my home and when I'm managing my home because of this communication board that I have. So what is a communication board? It is literally just a space in a very high traffic community shared common space in your home, wherever that one spot is, which we all know is typically the kitchen 
But if your kitchen is hidden in like a random nook, maybe there's like a pathway through from one main living area into the kitchen where you could, where you could hang it. But we do have ours in our kitchen. We have a very open kitchen dining living room space. And so it just is in our kitchen and it's, you can use a whiteboard. Ours is like a glass. It's a, like a, a very, very large framed glass. And I write on that. It says things to do. I got it from TJ Maxx like forever ago. And Blaine and I used to have it in our bedroom before Frankie was like reading and and active. And she's super big into list making. She will make her own to-do list almost every night. And she gets so excited to wake up the next day and do her to-do list and put little check marks in the boxes, which is just so funny because she totally gets it for me. I know it's so funny. It's, it is really endearing actually, but now we've moved that communication board. We still have a small one in our bedroom, but, uh, we moved the big one out. And I also put another one down low for the girls that they could just write on to get in the habit and the practice of coming to that space and writing, even if it's just a doodle, it's just a space for them. We use dry erase markers. The one for the girls is not made of glass. It is a wood frame that has, um, it's mag, it's like a magnetic board. I guess I want to say stainless steel, but it's not stainless steel. I can't even think of what it's called right now, but it's a magnet board and you can write dry erase on it. And so I hang this board and you can get any kind of board that you want. You could do chalk too. You could do chalk boards if you want. That's the kind that we have in our bedroom. They're not as versatile. I, f- I find chalkboards to be better um, if you're going to have like really static information up there. But whenever you- they're just a lot harder to clean. So I like dry erase a lot better. And um, I always suggest getting dry erase markers and wet erase markers. So when I learned about this, like totally blew my mind. So I'm going to tell you right now, there are two types of erasable markers that you can write on glass or a whiteboard or a dry erase board or magnetic board. And there's dry erase markers where all you have to do is just have like a paper towel or we have like a little like scrubber reusable one since, cause I don't want to use paper towels all the time. Or you can use like the, the actual dry erase markers and it just like wipes off or your finger, right? It just wipes off. Well, there are wet erase markers that write exactly the same, but they don't wipe off unless you use water and then they just wipe right off. So you just take a paper towel or rag and wet it and it comes off. But if you use your finger, it does not come off, (laughs) which is just like amazing to me because then on this very large board, you can begin to segment it and write different sections in it. Let me tell you what what this communication board is not. It is not your family calendar. It is not your family chore chart, which we don't use chore charts in my family. I have an entire podcast episode that my eight-year-old daughter came on and did with me to talk about how we handle chores. So you should go back and listen to that as it is amazing. It's, It's not a command center, okay? It's not where we keep our mail. It's not where we tell kids who's coming, who's going, all of that kind of stuff. This is a communication board. This is where mom communicates to everyone else what needs to happen that day in order for everyone's to be successful, in order for in order for everyone's to be happy and healthy and whole, okay? 
that is what we do as moms. We make sure that everyone is happy and healthy and whole. That is what we think about 24 seven. Most of the time that means food. That means killing boredom, (laughs) keeping people entertained and making sure that no one hurts themselves, basically keeping people safe, happy, healthy, and whole. All right. So that is precisely what the communication board is for. And I'm going to talk about some of the ideas and what I put on the communication board, but it's also there not only for your kids to be healthy, happy, and whole, but also for your husband and for your marriage and for you guys to be able to communicate. So when Blaine comes home, he knows that this is the space where he can look and he can see information that I have swirling around in my brain and that I'm going to be thinking about all day long. So if he wants to support me and what it is that I'm trying to get done in in my motherhood and in my wifery, <laughs> in my in my wife life, then then he can turn to the board and he can feel empowered to say, hey, these are the things that my wife wants to get done today. These are some of the things that the kids can do. Like this is what the day looks like. And if I want to be supportive, I can just jump in. And that's what he can do. He just, he just jumps in. So we're also going to talk about what happens when no one, because everyone always asks, well, what do you do if they don't look at the board? So we're going to talk about that. But before we do, I want to talk about some of the things that I put on my actual communication board. So I talked to you about really what it's for and like the big vision. I've talked to you about where you should hang it and what it can look like. And I also talked to you about what it is not. Okay. So now we're going to talk about the different things that I write on my communication board. And the number one thing that I use my communication board is for my brain dump list for the household. So if there's a bunch of stuff that I need to get done for the entire week. Sometimes I just use it day by day. Day by day is a great way to use it. But if you've got a whole bunch of stuff that you're just like, okay, I just want to get it all out on the board. And I want people to know what the focus is for the family this week. I just put it all down on the board. And then whenever Blaine comes home, our dynamic is a bit different because Blaine is home all hours of the day for four days in a row. And then when he goes back on shift, he has a, or we call it his tour. When he goes back on shift, he has a couple days off in between being on because he works like 26 hours straight. So when he comes home, he really is home for all hours of the day. For those of you who have husbands that are working nine to five, that obviously the stuff that gets done during the day just doesn't pertain to them, but it can pertain to them on the weekends. It can pertain to them for the dinner routine, the bed, bath, books, and nighttime routine, whatever that looks like. The point is to say, wherever it is in your specific season that you're in, whatever time and space that you are feeling overworked and you want support, that is a perfect place to start with your communication board. That is where I start. It's like when Blaine's going to be home for four days in a row and all of this stuff has to happen, that's what I focus on. Like this is what I'm going to need help with. This is what all of my time and energy is going to be focused on. And I can't just expect him and the kids to know and to understand that that's what I need. 
And it's not fair for me to be frustrated that they can't respect the work that I do when I'm not communicating it. And the best way to communicate is A, to be consistent and B, to make it visual. Be open with what it is, especially with our husbands and especially with little kids. If it's visual, it is 10 times more likely for them to understand it and for them to remember it. So one of the things that I love to put on my list uh, on my communication board is a list of things that I'm going to be working on. And a lot of times what that allows me to do is I will almost always without asking Frankie, not Bailey, cause she's three. So she obviously she's not reading and she doesn't know. I get her to come and help me with those things, but more times than not, probably nine out of 10 times. Blaine will automatically do one of those things on the list for me. And so will Frankie. And if it's like heavy duty and hardcore, we all sit down and we talk about like, how can we get this done in the next couple days? Or how can we get through if it's just a list for the day? Hey, these are the things I'm working on in the next two hours. Can you come and help me with these things? What things do you want to do? These are the things that I'm going to do. And then we move on from there. And I'll just have that in one little section of my communication board because it's a pretty big board. And so I put that on one spot. And then on the other side, one of the things that I love to do is to write a playlist and a playlist, meaning not like a music playlist, but an actual playlist for your kids. So I have a whole list of different play ideas for Bailey and I have a whole playlist idea for things for Frankie to do. So that way, if Blaine is with the kids and I'm home, but I'm doing something and they're bored or he doesn't know what to do, and we obviously are trying to minimize screen time and technology, he can just look at the playlist and he can have really good ideas on what to do with the kids. Here is what I'm going to bring you back to if your home is not organized, if you have not communicated to your kids and to your husband where all the games are and you've written on the communication board, Hey, get out, guess who, or get out Tetris or get out Chinese checkers or get out the blocks. Like if you've written down a playlist for them and you haven't taken the time to organize and to tidy your home, there's not going to be any way that they're going to be successful in that. The other reason that I love to have a playlist is for me. So when I am in my AM block and that is my focus time for motherhood and I'm feeling like, holy hot dog, I know that I'll have things to do around the house. And so I just look at that list. It's on the communication board and it tells me exactly what I should be doing when I have free time and I have the kids come and do it with me. But I also want to make sure that I'm doing some structured play with them. And so I can think really, really quickly most days of a few things, but after a while, not only do they get bored with it, but I get bored with it. Like there's only, only so many times, like I want to go upstairs and I want to play make believe in the kitchen. Although I absolutely love, we have, it's called a sweet shop. We took a little, um, old microwave TV stand and turned it into a little like sweet shop. And so I love playing that with her. And I love Barbies and I love the Shopkins and I love the dress up and I love the make-believe and I love the puppet show and I love all those things. But let's be real. There are 1 million trillion toys up there in your kids' bedrooms 
and they don't ever play with them. And so I, when I'm cleaning through things in the house and I see something, oh, hey, they haven't played with that for a long time. I will do a toy rotation or I will just put it on the playlist and make note of it so that I can say, oh, hey, let's go grab that rock decorating kit that you got for Christmas two years ago that's never been opened and played with. And we'll do that. That's that's something that we'll work through. Here's the third reason that I absolutely love having a playlist. If I am cooking, if I'm cleaning, if I'm doing something in the house during my AM block, when I'm with the kids, I'm not working with my, not working on my business and they don't want to do those things with me. I am not going to just stop doing those things to go sit and entertain my children. They can entertain themselves for a portion of their day. But if I don't have ideas to give them, they're going to be pulling on my pant leg 24 seven, and then they're going to ask for technology and I'm going to be irritated and I'm going to give in. Here's some other ideas of what I put on my communication board. I like to write down, um, if, if I'm gone. Okay. So if I'm leaving the house, the communication board becomes ideal. It is really, really helpful for Blaine. So I already have my menu, um, my menu board meal planning system. And so he always knows what's for dinner. Everyone always knows what's for dinner with that. But if I'm going to be gone, I like to put down what I've planned out for lunch or different snack ideas. I'll just write down, Hey, like they can have turkey roll-ups and chips for lunch. Or I will literally write down like chocolate hummus and apple slices or peanut butter and celery. Like I'll write down snack ideas for him Instead of having to take the time, let's talk about this. Instead of having to take the time to prepare that entire meal by myself and put all the snacks in an, in a perfect little Tupperware so that I don't have to worry about whether or not my kids are going to get fed a good snack. I truly believe that my husband is capable of making apple slices and chocolate hummus and peanut butter and celery. Is he going to make it like mom? Is he going to put little ants on a log? Probably not, but who cares? That's not the point. The point is is that I just relieved myself from being overworked and I just empowered my children and my husband to support me. And what a beautiful thing that is for our family. It really is a beautiful thing. There's going to be a lot of control issues that a lot of you work through with that. But if you want to be less overworked, If you don't want to have to work like a dog and you want to feel supported and respected from your family, you're going to have to let go of that and use this communication boards to help guide them in in doing things independently, doing things independent of you so that you can have the help that you deserve and that you need and that you want. Okay, so I like to write snack ideas down. Um, I also will put down Specifically, if there's like a sitter coming over, I write down our address and our gate code, our Wi-Fi password, how they can contact me. Um, Anything that I would want Blaine to know if I was gone for the day that I think really contributes to the health and, and happiness and the wholeness of the kids, like important times to transition. Sometimes I'll write down like, 
because our kids change so quickly, I'll write down kind of the, the time frame for when Bay should, the, the window in when Bay should be going down from an, for a nap. Like at the latest, you need to be upstairs by, by 1.30. And so I'll jot a little note down for that. Or if there's something that we've been doing consistently over and over and over again for the past five days that's really, really been working, then I'll write that down. Or if I hurt unbelievable, like absolute favorite pair of shoes I had to rinse out or wash off and I left them to dry on the dryer instead of being where they're supposed to be. I would write a note for that. There's just different things that I write down in case we are literally like two ships passing in the wind and we don't have time to sit down and digest all of that. I just jot some notes down on the communication board so that he can dive in and take over. And, and if there's a sitter coming over, that's where I write the schedule for the day down and if, you're, if your husbands aren't totally abreast of the schedule, feel free to write down a few more time frames for them in there. This is when kids get dinner. This is when kids take baths. This is when we have lights out. If they don't know the schedule like the back of their hand yet, or that's not something that you ever plan to have them do, then make sure you write that down if you ever are outside of the house or you're gone working or you've gone to hang out with friends or whatever that looks like. I also, even if I'm home, so this is even if I'm home, I did say that this is not a calendar because it's not, but if there's been a change of pace, like there's been a lot of change of paces around here lately, just with school and online and not online and hybrid and homeschool and all of that, when we're trying to get into a new groove, I will write the schedule on the communication board. Like at this time we're doing breakfast, at this time we're doing school, at this time we're doing lunch, at this time it's free play, and I'll write that on the board because that helps me, that helps Blaine, and that helps Frankie. The communication board is also an incredibly good place to put down positive and encouraging just notes and tidbits to be able to drop notes to one another, to be able to write a scripture that you're going to be focusing on, to be able to write a prayer that you're going to be focusing on. Whatever that, whatever that thing is that you feel like you want to infuse into your family to uplift them for the day or for the week, put it on the communication board. This is your space to really show what your leadership and the spirit of your motherhood looks like from inside your brain. <laughs> this is where you get it out and this is where you write it down. And I, the options for a communication board are endless. They're endless. You could put anything that you want on this. I just wanted you to know some of the things that I'm currently doing with my communication board, some of the ways that I've used it in the past. I'm sure that that's going to change as the seasons change for my family. But I love our communication board, if you can't tell. It's, it's truly been super, super helpful. A disclaimer for you, ease into it gently. Um, you know, you want your you want your families to feel like the communication board is a tool that helps them and not something that they feel um, controlled by or limited by or bound to. This should be a space where they can come and you can come and you guys can just be open about how to help everyone in the family be happy, healthy, and whole and really circle that back to you getting the support that you need to not feel overworked. All right. I hope you come over and you ask me every single question that you have about communication boards in our live training on this and live Q&A 
inside my Facebook group this Friday at 2.30 Pacific Standard Time. And if you're listening to this podcast far after, just come over because the live will be saved inside the group so you can catch it anytime. But if you want to get your specific questions answered, show up live or watch the replay, drop a hashtag replay in there, and then drop your questions and I will come back and I will answer them for you. All right. As always, it has been fantastic hanging out with you and um, keep your eyes and ears open because I will be dropping a little bonus episode again this week. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.